0: All right,
1: Katie Jones is back, everyone.
0: I'm back!
1: Wow, okay. I was mean, that just, too loud? Just pierce our eardrums. Did, did
0: my microphone peak?
1: Uh, it did peak, but uh, hopefully people didn't have this <laughs> too loud, or maybe that's going to be their boost in the morning.
0: Warning, Katie is overly excited. Please turn your earbuds down.
1: <laughs> so yeah, as you know, um, last episode, Ivana and I hosted, because Katie was feeling kind of down. and. Yes. Uh, not feeling herself and she said the show must go on basically and we went on and Ivana really was asking about you to make sure okay and I I was concerned as well so we're gonna we're gonna talk about this actually this episode is gonna be themed about feeling like you're not enough in today's world um, cuz I'm sure a lot of us have been through that but I just want to give you that moment to kind of talk about where you're at and to our listeners that were concerned
0: oh well I'm very happy to be back It's definitely disappointing to miss any episode, especially when we have a guest host, especially someone as wonderful as Ivana. So thank you for keeping my wonderful husband company. And uh, I definitely cannot wait to record again with you because you are a bright energy. Um, Last week was something that I find is important to talk about because it was uh, a day for me, an afternoon transitioned into evening evening moment where I just was not mentally focused, was not like spiritually ignited. I was not feeling very good, kind of down in the dumps, definitely self-doubt. So I guess this episode we're just going to be talking a little bit about mental health and the varying degrees that it can kind of come in for people. So yeah. as for me, I have never really struggled with any mental health, anxiety or depression or all the other different elements. That was going
1: to be my next question actually. Yeah, yeah.
0: No, I I personally haven't. Um that doesn't mean that it, you know in future coming years I may not. Who who knows because uh yeah, life is a complicated and scary process that we're all a part of, but no, I just kind of woke up in not the best headspace kind of feeling Lots of different thoughts of self doubt. And am I doing the right things in my life? And um, am I letting kind of opportunities pass me by? Or am I truly just embracing the moment that I'm living right now? Um, so I, I tried to get out of that because I definitely don't enjoy feeling that way, as I'm sure everyone can relate. And I I also didn't want to miss our episode. So I did what I could that morning. You know, I, I woke up, made a big healthy breakfast, took myself to the gym and um, nothing was working. And I think that's what was making me feel even worse because, really? you know, we all kind of know we've, we've we've learned our bodies and our minds over the years that what we may need to get ourselves out of a funk or what we may need to do to refocus, recenter and what I usually go to, which is exercise or not all the time. (laughs) Let's just be clear on that one. Stop. No, but I mean, exercise, like a, like a big healthy smoothie breakfast, getting outside, not to mention we are in summer 2019. So naturally you get like vitamin C on your skin. When you go outside, it's not like it's cold, depressing February, but yeah, nothing was working. And so I started internalizing that and, it started kind of freaking me out why aren't I feeling any better and I think maybe if I had just be- been told myself that it's okay to feel this way just keep pushing throughout the day but I kind of hit a wall and I went okay th- these things haven't been working it's a beautiful day that's not working I get to meet up with my partner later which I always look forward to that's not working and it just kind of started spiraling mm-hmm. um so To anybody that's listening, I'm sure we've all felt this way at times. I mean, especially in our age group, us being millennials in our 20s, you know, there's a lot of pressure that's put on us through social media, through parents, through peers, self pressure that sometimes it's almost like becomes too much. And then other times you go, you know, I look forward to all the obstacles that are coming and I welcome them and I'm ready. And then other times you just think it's too much. I'm not going to be able to do it all or be successful in my future. So you're not alone if you have a bad morning and you just can't seem to shake it.
1: Well, I want to start off by saying thank you for sharing that because I do think that it takes someone that's brave to be able to share that. I know you and I have personally talked about, you know, there are a lot of people out there that share their struggles every day and it, it probably helps a lot of people. But I think you and I are similar where if we're having the good moments, we're sharing it all. And this would be a different episode that we do want to do in the future. But just to touch on it, but when we're struggling, we sometimes don't want to share that. And I think a lot of people can relate with what you just said. So I do appreciate it. And it's interesting because when you said that, that you couldn't meet up that day because you were feeling that way. I kind of I felt like something was up with you, like it, cause that's not like you. Like I mean, maybe you've had those struggles, but I've known you for five years, and you've probably gone through it. And everyone goes through it like once in a while, but just the fact that even you did all those steps, and that's what everyone always says. If you're feeling sad, go to the gym, or if you're still feeling upset about yourself, treat yourself to like a nice breakfast or whatever. But you did those things, and you're still feeling in a funk, and it just shows that like that is like mental health and having those struggles, it's brain chemistry, really, like, you know, going to the gym, yeah, maybe it can help a little bit release some endorphins. But at the end of the day, it's like you said, you said spiral effect. I've heard about this before. It's a snowball effect where one thought one negative thing starts going into a snowball and imagine it going down a hill and picking up speed and collecting more snow and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and i think that that's probably what was happening with you that day and you know i told you i said let me know like if there's anything i can do to help or is i think i asked i said is there anything i can do and you're just like no i just gotta i'm gonna spend time with my mom later today i'm gonna talk with her and see how things are and you just needed space to figure it out right
0: absolutely and you know what there is nothing wrong with recognizing what you think you may need or, or who you may need to speak with. And I would have loved to have seen you. But again, when we get together, this is something we're both very passionate about. And it is a job to us, I mean, to produce great content um, and things that we want to talk about and people want to hear. So I definitely didn't want to be a distraction to that that um, afternoon. And it's also important to people that are listening to surround yourself with understanding friends because that really helped you know you could have came at me about you know this is a responsibility and and all of those different approaches but you understood and you allowed me and I feel fantastic I needed that I've spent the last couple days just focusing on myself and you know my relationship and just my house and work and my animals and just kind of refocusing and I'm going to hot yoga class later this evening you know so it's okay to have those uh feelings and mine thankfully was just for that day but for anyone that's struggling that you know you may be months in or years in or you've had a very tough week we hear you
1: yeah it's interesting because, by the way, just on a lighter note, none of us are, none of us, both of us are not drinking right now. I have a dentist appointment right after this, and Katie has hot yoga, so we're taking a break from the beers. We're growing up. We're growing up. I've
0: got my lemon water, which is Whoa. my favorite thing ever.
1: Um, I wanted to say that uh, one of the things that you mentioned there was the self-pressure, and I want to touch on this because as much as we get pressure, obviously, from maybe sometimes parents or from... A job or from people close to us i really feel like a lot of the times when we feel these ways it's it's pressure that we put on ourselves, ourselves. yeah
0: jinx yeah no absolutely i think that obviously our parents and our peers i'm um, not everyone because we don't know people's backgrounds necessarily but hopefully you the people in your lives just want the best for you yeah but that um that doesn't mean that we don't internalize it thinking, you know, if I don't get that job, my parents will be disappointed. Well, maybe there are certain parents that will be, but I also feel like there's probably a lot of parents or friends or aunts and uncles, whatever, that just want you to be happy and, and, and healthy, but we think no, that's not what they want. They want, they see me and my future a certain way, you know. Yeah, my parents may want me to have kids if that's what I want, but they probably want me to have kids at a certain age. That's
1: interesting. You know,
0: um at a certain time in my life, maybe in a certain house, you know. So Yeah. We do put it on ourselves, but I mean, I think we'd be crazy to not admit that we get that feeling from just kinda, you know, instinct.
1: Yeah, you do. You do feel like you get a bit of instinct, but I think also sometimes we try to read between the lines. And I agree with what you said. I feel like our parents overall just want us to be happy and healthy. That's the main thing. But I've been through this too where you feel as though maybe they have certain expectations and you're not meeting them. And I went through a time where like literally I was telling you before we recorded the episode where I, you know, would spend a night hanging out with my parents and I, you know, I I'd, I'd leave and I'd drive from their place And I would just start crying. Yeah. Literally, like, a couple months ago. And you asked, you said, was that during your, while you were in school? And at first, I didn't think it was. But then I realized it was while I was in school. And I was just thinking that I, they didn't say anything. Like, when we're hanging out, there wasn't any implication that they weren't proud of me. It's just, I got in my head and thought... I'm not where I want to be right now in life.
0: So there's no way that they can be proud if I'm not proud. If
1: I'm not proud, like, how can they be proud? Like, you know, I would love to send my mom to go to a spa day or a massage, but it's like I'm working part-time and all of my money is basically going towards my credit card bill. And then I'm also in school, so there's costs related to that and driving out to school every day. And I just felt as though, like, I I wanted to be at a certain point at this age, I felt – Where I could be, you know, self-sufficient, have my own place while also being able to support my parents if they need anything. Not to say they've asked for anything, but just if they needed anything. And I felt like I'm not at that point. And I literally started crying in my car. Yeah. Like sobbing on the way home. And, you know, I just wanted to share that with people because so much of the time we don't share these kind of things and everyone's like oh well your life's great and you're you're doing great and you're posting this and you know i wish i had your life and i'm not being narcissistic these are things that people have said like i wish i was part of your family and i have a great family and i'm i'll acknowledge that they're awesome it's just my own self-doubt thinking that i wasn't doing enough yeah and it actually took me to go to therapy which i remember talking to you about I decided, since my work benefits covered it, that I was going to go to therapy a couple sessions, and it was a cognitive behavioral therapy.
0: So, what does that mean, Ryan?
1: So, the way that I understand it, and any psychology students out there, or any people that are in the correct studios, him, correct me if I'm wrong, <laughs> but the way I understand it was uh, that basically you're learning to change behaviors and kind of the way that you think or act on things by talking things through and realizing that, uh, like things that happen or things that you may be thinking or feeling could be caused by the thoughts that you're putting out there. Sorry if this isn't like the right way So to wait, say just, it.
0: I have a question. Yeah. So cognitive therapy, if I'm understanding this right, is you're kind of hoping to learn about yourself through conversation instead of through like prescription?
1: Exactly. Like, let let me just get the, I'm going to get the definition here. Cognitive behavioral therapy is a psychosocial intervention that aims to improve mental health. CBT focuses on challenging and changing unhelpful Cognitive distortions and behavior, improving emotional regulation, and the development of personal coping strategy that target solving current problems.
0: Dot Webster.co.uk no. <laughs> no, but That's
1: from Wikipedia. A, 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 did you did,
0: did you attend grade five? Weren't we taught in like grade five? Like never Go to Wikipedia? No, but
1: this, the way that they're describing it is the way that I understand, which is basically like exactly, rather than just going right on medication or whatever, it's to talk through things, to understand your thoughts, because your thoughts are at the core of how you're feeling a lot of the times. Now, of course, like certain people have different imbalances in their brain, and maybe, I don't know whether this would be effective or not. Maybe for a lot of people, it's part of the strategy of getting better. But for me doing this, was enough to understand to target hey wait a second I don't think maybe that certain people are proud of me and then as I talk it through with the therapist I realize, wait a second like my parents said that they were proud of me the other day uh okay well I feel like I'm not at the career that I want to be at right now this was you know a couple months ago and then wait a second as I talk it through with the therapist I realize that I'm not at that career, but I'm going to school to be in that career. Exactly. And it just hasn't, I haven't finished it. I haven't, and now I have an awesome internship and everything. Everything's looking great. So I went to three sessions with this therapist. And by the end of it, even he was like, you know what? If you want to keep coming, you can keep coming. But I feel like we've, we've accomplished a lot here. Yeah, you
0: definitely, okay. So I want to tap into this conversation with therapy a little bit because I have never gone. But I have known many people that have, whether they've been going um, steadily for years or someone like yourself that said they really benefited from the three sessions and felt as though that they could take what they've learned from that, apply it and move forward confidently. So yeah, I mean, I am definitely a conversationalist. I have been since I was little. So I am absolutely open to sitting with a professional, you know, discussing my past, my, my goals, my future, them, you know, bringing out other conversations with within me but what I want to ask you is how did you find the specific therapy you went to I mean if somebody is listening to us right now going you know I, I've considered the option of therapy do you know the best way to kind of figure out what therapy would work for them
1: well I was just gonna say for you if you want to see someone I know a guy <laughs> <laughs> I know a place um you know that helps me but the way that I found it is there's so many resources available now online that I think I literally googled psychologists um, and you can search like social workers and other things too but like I searched psychologists
0: and the different schools of psychology I feel it would be helpful because yeah I mean there are certain ways that's not a good way of putting it because certain different types of psychology are going to differ from others, right? And not all are going to work for different types of people. Well,
1: I feel, <laughs> I feel like people have like different focuses and maybe they did research on certain things. So I think I searched psychologists in Toronto and you can search even in whatever area. I want to say the website was psychology today. Let me try searching and see if it comes out. You think
0: we'd be prepared? <laughs> <laughs>
1: you think we would, right?
0: This is a lot of www dot.
1: Let me just see.
0: Also, just quick note: we yeah. are recording this afternoon, where we where it all started. Well, it all started at Humber Journalism North Campus, but our podcast started in this very apartment. Remember when you made us get all the pizza and we recorded and we didn't use any of it.
1: Don't make me crave pizza again. I
0: know because it's right there, but you have to go to the dentist.
1: Yeah, true. Well, maybe after. (laughs) No. okay so yeah it was psychology today and it's interesting you can type in your postal code and you can pick like insurance plans that may be covered you can pick issues there's adhd addiction anger management anxiety child or adolescent depression eating disorders relationship issues and then there's more sexuality you can pick you can pick to show only women so like for example like the person that i chose he had A bio and it talked about all the different things that he's focused on and he had experience dealing with like even the LGBTQ community which stood out to me because I am gay so you can see their bios and see specific things that they work on read
0: about them and kind of it's almost like making an informed and educated decision to an extent it
1: is so I recommend everyone do that because I think that's part of it is people don't know who to call and then once they call they don't know whether they're gonna like their therapist Um, So I would say like go and read through their bio and see their research and see if it aligns with what you're looking to work on. But I would say the biggest thing is and like he even gave me tools. So I remember there was one point where the first session he wanted me to write down when I feel a negative thought like, you know, about maybe not being good enough. Like you were saying that maybe you were implying that you may have felt that a couple, you know, last week or whatever. Um, And I'd write down what I was thinking I may be butchering this, but like what I was thinking, where I was thinking it, what time I was thinking it, and what triggered that thought. And any, I think the other part was like anything that could, um, could uh, and anything that's like to the contrary. So say I was feeling like I wasn't good enough, I could write about like, well, why, all the things that I am doing that is good enough. So anyways, the idea was is that to be cognitive, of what your feeling and why and that that because a lot of the times these negative feelings start out of nowhere and that's why i realized as i started tracking it is it would be just a random thought and then it would snowball whereas when i was tracking it i'd write down how i'm feeling in the moment and how oh that was another thing is how long it lasted and then i'd realize that when i was cognitive of it it didn't spiral to ruin the rest of my day it would just be that moment and then it would pass
0: absolutely and i think that definitely speaks to being self-aware and that's why i believe in the power of therapy all though I haven't had the privilege of experiencing it yet and not getting into the um, public North American school system the, in elementary school, because that's a whole nother can of worms. I'd rather talk about <laughs> Donald Trump. But looking back on those years, I remember the kids that would have to speak to the counselor or that needed to have those one-on-ones where the kids that got in trouble or the kids that maybe had like learning disabilities is might be a word not appropriate, but what I mean is maybe some kids that struggled with classrooms and behavioral issues. And so Mm -hmm. it was more like the kids that weren't like everybody else. That's what it felt like when you were younger, maybe. It
1: wasn't encouraged. It felt like to everyone. It was encouraged to the people that had clear issues. Yeah. Everyone could benefit from therapy in my opinion. It doesn't matter if you are
0: struggling with math or struggling with anger management or not being able to keep up with all the other kids in your class. Everybody should go and be able to talk about issues or not even issues just talk to a professional about how their day is going or how their school year is going but it was just so oh you know like that yeah. kid's got to go down to the guidance counselor yeah, it's true and so it, we kind of grew up with this stigma of like only the crazy kids or the bad behaved or the slower kids they have to go talk to somebody everybody else is normal and they don't have to deal with that When that is so far from the truth yeah no matter how much you have your life together or you think you have your life together or how amazing your upbringing was or how great your family life is. That doesn't mean that we as individuals and as people would not benefit from just sitting down with someone and going like, Hey, this is what's going on in my life. And even if everything is great, just talking to someone that can open your mind and make things a bit clearer. I'm going
1: I you I got, love this. you
0: got to give me his number.
1: I know. And it's I I don't know if I sent you this meme or not from Beige Cardigan.
0: Oh, my God, um, guys. He actually has it ready. He doesn't have to go looking. I have it ready. He doesn't have to go looking for it's it. It's a
1: tweet by Jordan Lancaster on Twitter. And it says, boomers. You know, like those memes where it says, like, certain people are saying, like, it'll be like, boomers. And then it will say what they say. Anyways, okay. So will say, <laughs> boomers. I heard she went to and then looks nervously around therapy. And then it's like millennials, El Mayo, y'all. Guess what my therapist told me today? Yeah, <laughs> millennials and Jed Z Gen Zed, because it's so true. It's like we talk openly about therapy, which I do appreciate, and that's why I'm talking about this on the podcast because I still think there's more that we can do. Yeah, but like the stigma
0: it- has lifted, but we still have a lot farther to go. Hundred
1: percent, and like us being open about it can encourage other people to go because it's not just that you have this persisting issue and some people may and they do you know need to go therapy regularly but there's a lot of people out there that could benefit from a couple of sessions to work on their negative thoughts because this helped me a lot and like i still have negative thoughts sometimes but it just helps you be more confident i think in yourself and understanding that you may feel like you're in a certain spot right now but things get better and i can i can tell everyone that that like a year ago i was going through the same stuff that katie was going through which was that you know and Katie tell me if this is too personal but like getting to a point where I felt that I wasn't where I wanted to be in my career especially with us who did a postgrad for two years and did an awesome internship and did really well at our internships and I wasn't I, I wasn't getting any journalism jobs right
0: yeah I had
1: a couple of short-term gigs which I'm thankful for but it took me like a while and it was like probably a year of just being like you know, working a part-time retail job, which was a great experience, but I wasn't doing, I wasn't in the field that I wanted to be.
0: I mean, sometimes it's those thoughts that you have, and I still have, not nearly as much as I used to when I wasn't in the position that I am now, but Ryan and I were kind of trying to figure out the best way of putting it, and we're both, it's on the tip of our tongues, but like reaching your full potential or, you know, achieving what you're, you're, most able to
1: you always felt like you were meant to do yeah stuff like that but
0: it's like you know there's some people that go to work day in and day out and they're not happy there and they know that they can achieve more or they could be doing something way more suited for them and then there's a little bit more my situation where I love what I do and without you know dust and Dust my own shoulders off. I'm very good <laughs> at it and I you make are. it. I make an impact while I'm there. And I know the work that I do is definitely appreciated by the community that I do it for. And yeah, while I am there, I love my career, but I know that it's not something I want to be doing in, in 10, 15 years. I mean, even less than that. And I also feel like it's not something that I want to scream to, to the, and it's also, not a career that I want to you know stand on the top of a mountain and scream to everybody that I'm doing either and yeah some of us do live our dream jobs and some of us don't but that doesn't mean that we should stop trying and I think that can be hopefully helpful to anyone that's listening that maybe has that education or maybe is currently enrolled in school and doubting the decision that they've made that you know, life doesn't. If it plateaus, that doesn't mean it has to stay there. Life is gonna dip down and up and stay and go backwards many times. You know, it's yeah. it is a roller coaster and it is a book with lots of chapters. And what I'm trying to tell myself is, okay, I am now ready for the next step in my in my life in my career.
1: That's high five to that.
0: Instead of instead of our cheersing, because we're we're uh, growing adults. So. <laughs> Yeah. um, It was very helpful to sit with my own thoughts over the last week and kind of reassess what I want to do in terms of approaching my future, what I need to do. Ryan said it was interesting. Um, I don't mean to misquote you, but something along the lines of sit down and try to figure out what you wanna do and the steps that you need to take that'll get you there. Yep. And I think that's a lot of times what we have to do and not even necessarily pertaining to careers, but I mean, just, okay, I wanna, you know, move out of this apartment and, and buy a house. Yeah. What do I need to do? What money do I need to save and be realistic? Or, you know, I'd like to lose this amount of weight. Don't just say, I wanna lose weight, I'm gonna start eating healthy, yeah. sit down, come up with the plan. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, planning and executing is always going to take you farther than just thoughts, right? Yeah. Um, but this one, this episode is just kind of talking to if you are down in the dumps or suffer from mental healthness or suffer from mental health, maybe on a regular basis, like you're just, you're not alone. We have wonderful systems in place now, uh, such as Bell Let's Talk. I know you're a fan of that, aren't you?
1: Yeah, I think that they have a lot of great mental health initiatives that they take part in, uh, not only on that day, but throughout the year.
0: I feel bad. Ryan's going to have to do quite a bit of editing because I've been getting so much sleep that I'm tripping over my words. I also think I've just missed the podcast. So I'm like...
1: What do you mean you've missed the podcast?
0: Because I didn't record last week, so I've just missed it.
1: Oh, oh, you missed me. Yeah, so I'm like tripping over
0: myself trying to get my point across.
1: I want to say that before we wrap things up, that um, I'm glad that we shared this today because I think that it was very real. And not, I mean, we're real every week, but I think this is real beyond just the fun stuff And I think it's very relatable to a lot of people out there that may be right now, even if they're in the career that they always wanted, they may still not be happy. They may not like their coworkers, or they may have realized it's not the job for them. And it's okay, but it's like I I said to you, is that taking those first steps and realizing that you are ready for a change which now it sounds like that's what you've realized once you realize that all it takes is taking the next steps of what you need to get there because then you know what the job offers may start coming in or it may be that you want to go back to school and you get accepted to a program and that's the way in through an internship but once you take that step that's when you're going to feel a lot better and you may go through some times where you're feeling down but i can say from personal experience a year ago to now i'm so much happier now even my my mom said with like you know these these things that are coming in about you know job offers that i've had to turn down because i've already accepted my my internship for this fall my mom even said clearly you're in the right career because now i finally found what I enjoy doing, and I I know I'm not like in the career yet, I've been in school, but I've been, you know, liking my classes and liking what we've been doing. But the people in the industry are also appreciating that and offering me opportunities, which feels amazing. And it doesn't mean that I can't still, you know, interview people or do this podcast or do that, which makes me happy as well. Because I'm like you, I also love this, this stuff, right? Talking together and having listeners that give us great feedback
0: you're in a beautiful castle with all these open doors
1: yeah and the other thing that i just want to touch on before we're done is that i think on instagram all of us including myself post the picture perfect uh version of what's going on and there's been times where i have posted an instagram post and you know the captions perfect the photos perfect everything's great but maybe i just post that because i wanted the affirmation of the likes and the comments and i'm actually going through like a time where i'm not as happy right and i think that that's hit me before when i'm scrolling through my instagram feed and everyone seems to be doing great things or better things or whatever and you just got to remember that get
0: in the comparisons they're
1: only posting the best moments of what's going on and you have to remember that they may too be struggling with some stuff so if you feel like you're struggling you're not alone and when you get into comparing yourself to other people just take a step back and realize the things that you're proud of and if you need to make a change what are the steps to get there because it may not happen overnight but the minute you take that step to realize that i'm ready to make a change in your life whether it's career or whether it's your dating life or whether it's your own mental health maybe the first step is seeing a therapist and working on yourself I think that then everything will start to come together and you'll feel a lot better.
0: Take the necessary steps to seize the day, carpe diem. My mom wants to get that tattooed on her foot.
1: Are you going to get it tattooed as well?
0: I'm going to get Andy tattooed on the bottom of my foot, the Toy Story reference.
1: Oh, I see.
0: Even though I just drew a heart on the bottom of my foot because I'm five. But, um...
1: So, if you ever go missing, we'll have to look for that tattoo on your, on your foot?
0: Exactly. That would be the identifier? Well, that's my dad's name, right?
1: Oh, so you're getting your dad's name tattooed on your foot.
0: Yeah, because, buddy... I know. Yeah.
1: No, I know. But <laughs> I didn't know you were relating it back to your dad. I love Toy Story. <laughs> I get the reference.
0: Guys, I missed you last week. I'm happy to be back. And, Ivana, I will see you soon.
1: Yeah, Ivana wants to record an episode with the three of us, so... Let us know what what you guys think of the last episode. Thank you, Katie, for opening up. I do appreciate that. You as well. I know you're going through some struggles, and I think that our listeners will really appreciate this because a lot of them may be currently in this moment or have been in this moment or may in the future be in a moment of self-doubt and doubting your self-worth and just feeling like you're not good enough. And I just want to let everyone out there know that you're all good enough. You'll all find your passion and purpose. It just takes you to step out of whatever you're doing that's making you upset and think about what do you need to do to get to a point where you can feel like you have purpose because that's what it comes down to is feeling like you have purpose in this world. Absolutely.
0: So yeah, we love you. Love you guys. We'll hear you next week we'll hear them we can't see them
1: well but do we hear them no, they, or do we just you'll hear us them? next week <laughs> all right
0: bye bye, bye.
1: oh at also wait before we go don't <laughs> katie's giving me the eyes like social media bump. social media don't forget to follow us at is this adulthood on instagram <laughs> and at ita underscore podcast on Twitter,
0: my Instagram is k t Jones, and my Twitter is zero one Katie Jones.
1: Yeah, your tweets are pretty entertaining. <laughs> and my Instagram is at Ryan Durkee, and my Twitter's the same. All right, listen to us in two weeks.
0: Oh yeah, bye.
1: Bye.